You're listening to Reviving the Family, a podcast committed to helping your family survive and thrive in these hectic times. Here are your globe-trotting hosts, Dennis and Helen. Hello, I'm Dennis. I'm Helen. And like the intro said, you're listening to our podcast. Welcome to the first episode. Thanks for listening. What is this podcast? So, that's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We're gonna get we, we're gonna get good at this. Just stay with us for a little bit. <laughs> so this podcast is about the family. The family. So it's uh, three main categories: marriage, parenting, and family culture. There's gonna be other topics, of course, included in those. Um, we're gonna do, we would like to do book reviews. What else? Uh, we'll have some interviews where we talk to both families. You know, everyday quote-unquote normal families to get a glimpse into their lives uh, sort of a fly on the wall point of view and we, we also hope to interview family therapists marriage counselors perhaps and authors people who write about the family we will also have deep questions so we'll choose a topic and dive into um, big topics let's say right and so, how did we get to start this podcast? And I think it started. I think it started with that Facebook post. Which about, one? About, I guess maybe it was like three months ago. And I posted um, a quote, not a quote. I posted a stat from a UN study. In 1965, about about five percent of children in America were born out of wedlock. And in 2016, I think, or it could have been 17, it was more than 40%. So when I read that, my mind was blown. I could not believe that about almost half the kids in America are born out of wedlock. It seems like there is also the situation in Europe, right? Yeah, actually the same study, like France was 60%. About France, I think people live as if they were married, but... I know people live as if they were married, but do never get married. Right. That's more common in in France. In France, yeah. And you would know because you're French. Yes. Right. That's my, both my cousin and my brother's situation. And so, so I, so I posted this quote, this stat, and I got a lot of feedback on Facebook and it was actually, and what, what was surprising to me, I think the most surprising thing to me was not. I, I suppose I expected people to go, oh, wow, that's crazy hmm. that almost half the people in America are born out of wedlock. But instead, I got what I, a lot of the feedback I got was that doesn't matter. I mean, to sum it up, it, it was basically that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that kids are born out of wedlock. Single moms can do a fine job. Single dads can do a fine job. What about gay couples? What about lesbian couples? They can do a fine job. And of course they can. Sometimes they can. Of course. It's not about that. I guess that's what really shocked me is that I was showing this stat that to me was mind-blowing. And the response I got was it was almost defensive about defending other groups. Yes, that's interesting, huh? Right. It just seemed it just seemed like nobody nobody cared. I mean, 
And and why is that important? That forty percent of it seems like a lot of people reject the idea of marriage. Right. Oh, actually, that's been happening. I think for a long time. Yeah. Marriage has a in a very is a very negative thing in a lot of people's mind. Right. Does it have to be this way? Well, I don't think so. I mean, we're doing all right. Yeah. So we've been so like I said, Helen is from France, and I'm from Texas. Um, we've been married 13 years now. Been together 15, and we've definitely had our bad spots. Like there are definitely at least at least two major crises where if you know maybe I had said the something different or she had said something different, we would not be having this conversation right now. Absolutely. So we've gonna we've we've had we've had a lot of difficult experiences in our marriage, but we've stuck it out. And we believe there is really something interesting about that. Both times I wanted out. It seems like the, the very fact that I went through these difficulties, uh, that they were both personal and also about the relationship. And the fact that I, I went through these difficulties with my partner and I really faced those issues in the relationship it seems like there is something about self-development and marriage to us it's, it seems like marriage is a wonderful situation to be in and to do the self-development work it's, it's it seems to be natural work of being a human being it seems like it's a wonderful way to do that and it's so worth it right and we'll talk a little bit more about that in our next episode our next podcast about marriage, about the frame of marriage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we went through those things and we have two kids, Daniel and Faye. And Faye would not exist if we didn't get through our last crisis, mm-hmm. which to me is that's just mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So that's what this podcast is about. I don't really know what to say right now. So we want marriage to be cool. So, yeah. it, and that seems, and like we were just talking about that the other day, and we thought, but how in the world are we going to do that? Right. Well, we're going to try. We're going to really try to show you that marriage can be a wonderful thing, and it can, and it's, we have so much fun. Right. The four of us and the two of us as a couple going through life together is like, there's nothing else like that in a human life. And we were, we were talking about how to make marriage cool again. If it was ever cool. Um, And and I'm not sure that we can do that. That's like a tall order. I think I said the other night when we were talking about it, it's hard to make something that takes a lot of a long time to develop cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I think cool things are something that happens in the moment. and Especially these days. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to make marriage cool. And along the way, we're going to also make it fun and healthy that's our goal i mean we're doing this because Mm -hmm. like we're doing this because we believe families are important we believe that families are vital to the health of a society so we're doing this because we think families are important we think that families are the least common denominator of a society that that a healthy society is made up of healthy families we want to help in whatever way we can to make marriages stronger so that families can be stronger, so that our societies can be stronger. 
and so that our children can grow in a healthy, more some. I was gonna say sane environment. I I don't know. That was I, this word just came right now. I'm not sure this is the right word, but um, yeah, like really healthy like that. I mean, I think the world does seem crazy sometimes. Yes. I think everything's happening faster and faster. I mean, I'm not very old. I grew up in the 80s and it, it seems that things are happening much faster than at least I remember them. Oh, yes. And I often feel overwhelmed by the amount of novelty, the amount of stuff, the amount of information the amount of stimulation that I have around me and I suspect a lot of people feel something like that in their lives and it can be can it can be crippling at times and overwhelming right yeah like remember when we thought do we vaccinate do we not vaccinate oh my god do we vaccinate oh. do we not vaccinate that was a no it seemed like if, if you want to do a good job there's there's just so much so much so much it's it's it never stops every day every day seems crazy at times so hopefully you get some rest every now and then and you get to have days as a, especially as, i mean as parents i guess we're talking as parents also here very much uh, you get a, a day to where you can really slow down and catch your breath so why are we talking about that because yeah no things 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 seem really crazy in the world today so how do we stay healthy right and how do we not be overwhelmed by this? I mean, in 2019, you can know just about anything about anything on the internet. And it's hard to sift through what's true, what's not true, right. what's best practice, what's not. One thing we hope to offer is a, a distillation of information. So, of course, like not every marriage is the same, not every family is the same. But, you know, for a lot of people, I hope that we can be a source of of distillation we go through a lot of material we look at a lot of things we do a lot of research me particularly i mean how many times did i drive you crazy about how thorough oh. it was about something <laughs> yes especially when our first uh child was born the first oh, yeah. months and the first year really and that's where i kind of couldn't stand you i mean that that was our <laughs> that was our crisis it was it, it was, was part of it. so so difficult because as as new parents i think i think a lot of new parents feel like that it's yeah it feels like everything is driving you completely crazy you have to make all these decisions about this human being and there's just so much so much so much to consider to decide to do or to not to do to read or to not read so a little bit about us like we said we're a franco-texan couple She's from France, I'm from Texas. And we met actually, we'll get more later into our story later if you're interested, but we actually met at a hostel in the bathroom of a hostel in Brighton, England. Mm -hmm. It was a, a unisex bathroom, so mm -hmm. there was no foul play going on. Uh, we currently live in Taiwan, so we're recording this from Taiwan. Um, it's nighttime, and there's some crazy birds that are chirping right outside our window. If you can hear those, uh, we wait. We tried to wait them out. I think they're gonna, they usually go all seriously all night, or all evening, and then again in the morning. So yeah, we're an expat couple. Um, we have two kids, Daniel and Faye, and we do 
I mean, it's our, we want to enjoy our lives. We want to enjoy our family. We do spend a lot of time together, the four of us. Mm -hmm. It's important for us. It's one of the perks and of living in Taiwan. Yes, we're, we're, we considered ourselves blessed, really, really lucky to be able to live here and to have all we need. Agreed. Both of our kids were born here in Taiwan. We've currently been here in Taiwan eight years. Before that, we came here from India. We were traveling in India before we came here. Mm -hmm. Before that, before that US, US and before that France. Before that. And before that US and before that Latin America. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. It's been a crazy, crazy adventure. So we wanted to settle down after all of that. After, yeah. after traveling a lot for many years, we wanted to slow down and have a little bit of roots somewhere and get to have actual friends that we could see face to face and get to know in person right. for a long, longer time. Right. Living out of a backpack gets tiring. We had a great time. We saw that we had a lot of interesting experiences, some good, some bad, but it just, it got old, you know, carrying your, your life on your back. Hmm. We wanted to learn Chinese. We speak not excellent Chinese, but, but some, not terrible but Chinese. We don't Chinese. speak terrible Chinese. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what this podcast is about. It's going to be a little bit of everything. And if you're in a family and you want a resource of trusted information from a couple, a couple of reasonable people with a global perspective, then this is the place for you. If you think families are important to our society, please subscribe to our podcast, share it with your friends. And next week or the next episode, we'll go into detail about the most important decision you can make about your marriage. Great. Thanks again for listening. Thank you. And as we say in Taiwan, 再见. 再见. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share.